Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love for Breakfast. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I am so happy you're here with me today. I have a really special guest. I cannot wait for you to meet her. Her name is Hibby Bartlett. She is a professional speaker and the founder of World Love Bank. It's a new health and wellness app designed to build and secure emotional health. Hibby is energized, committed, and passionate about leading wellness conversations around life balance, mental wellness, self-care, self-realization, and whole life wellness. Hibby, welcome to Self-Love for Breakfast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so happy you're here. So we have a little initiation we like to do called goals, gratitude, and badassery. So right off the bat right now, what is your goal? My goal is to connect with as many people as possible in life um, and to help people to stay connected with other people. So to bring love and kind of that feeling of peace in their lives, like that's how I kind of like to act and my goal with every person I meet. Love that. Yeah. And what are you grateful for? I'm I'm really grateful for my family. Um, I feel like, like coming here from South Africa, I didn't really have much of a family except for my parents and mm-hmm. then my siblings. And now I've just been able to, to like have my husband and my children and really appreciate the relationships I have. So when I say family, I, I, I mean like the people in my life that I love yeah. the most. I, you know, I do, I am so grateful for them. I do love them so much. <laughs> love that. And badassery. So what's something that you've done recently that you're really proud of yourself for, or that you think is just pretty badass? Well, I created these, okay. So it's about the word loving, but it's kind of, it's, it's really exciting. So, um, I did these, uh, hoodies called, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I went to visit my girlfriends in LA and they say, I love you on the front and on the back. It says, dear person behind me. You know, I know we all go through hard times, but just know that you're loved. And I felt pretty badass wearing them in like wearing that into the airport, mm. but I'll tell you, it was the, the surge of courage because I know that the world is in turmoil and you have to know that you have to give love to get love, but yes, you can also come up with a lot of um, negative attitudes. So going into an airport where you've got condensed people and everyone's and- like kind of just mad for being there. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are pretty mad at the airport. They're on their way for a holiday, but they're still kind of mad because like the lineups are just crazy. Yeah. So wearing that and just kind of feeling like it was like asking everyone to stare at you. Mm. Right. Yeah. And, and so that I could feel, and it was like, you know how, you know, in the past in your life, you kind of go, Oh, someone's looking at me. <laughs> this is like, everybody's looking at you because you're in a line and there's people like on all sides of you. And I just, it was just like, I felt pretty badass doing it because at the end it was like, as soon as one person said, thank you for doing that. I just was like, I'm in the right space. I know I'm doing the right thing. So I love that. Yeah. That's so good. So good. So talk to us a little bit about world love bank, because 
I think it's just amazing and brilliant and being a, you know, advocate for mental health and physical health and general like wellness. Um, I think it's such a beautiful idea. So I just love it. If you could share that with us. Sure. Well, the World Love Bank is a health and wellness app that I created so that anyone anywhere would have access to um, love Mm -hmm. and the idea of making something intangible, tangible. So a lot of people think that love is, you know, is something that you can't uh, touch or feel, or, I mean, you could feel it, but you can't really Mm -hmm. collect it. So we created a bank where anyone anywhere can go into it and to sign up, you have to say the words, I love you. So it creates this anonymous bank of audio love Mm. of of people who have all said, I love you. So anyone can go in, sign up. They have to give their love, but as soon as they, it's like you give once, but you get so much. And then you hear the words, I love you. I love you. I love you from around the world. And then also it's that one safe place where you could be intentional and save the voice of people that you love and also share your voice with with them. So that should anything happen, you know, life is temporary. Mm. Um, you have one safe place to access it whenever you need it. And I think that really will help with mental health because there are times when people are struggling and it might be three o'clock in the morning and they can't reach out to, to you or to their family because yeah. they, they might feel, you know, it's not the right time or, you know, or like a they might just feel a burden or, the, yeah. you know, and it's, so if, if, you know, we intentionally send um, our love to those that we love and they bank it whenever they need it, they can just go into their bank and listen to it. And should anything happen to us, they'll always have that support. Yeah. So brilliant. I love it so much. Love it so much. We talked about this before (laughs) about how, you know, mental message, my nonprofit was such a similar um, idea. And now I'm just like, okay, we have to do something together because it's amazing. So how, where did this come from? Like, where did this idea come from? How did you decide that? Okay. This is what I need to build, or this is what this is going to look like. Or why? Um, well, I've always been, um, my family always said I was like a companion. That was what I was. I was always someone's companion. Mm. Um, not, not someone, but like, that's how I always felt. Like I always felt like I was a companion in life. I always saw people who were struggling and I always wanted to be the first one to go and help them, like to draw them in, to bring them, you know, up, make them feel better. And, um, and so what happened was a few years ago, I'd lost my brother to addiction, but before I lost him, um, him and I were very close he happened to call my mom's house and um, I picked up the phone, you know, back in the day there weren't cell phones. So it was like just a regular house phone at my mom's house. And it was my brother calling and I hadn't talked to him in a while and I could hear he was struggling. He was really struggling. And I said, you know, I love you. And he's like, no, you don't. And I was like, no, I love you. He's like, no, you don't. And it wasn't that he was rejecting me. It was that he was rejecting love. Yeah. The idea that he was lovable. And I just kept saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. (laughs) I just kept saying it until finally he said, I love you back. And then the conversation ended. Um, I didn't realize that was the last time I'd speak to him. And then three months later, he ended up dying. And then uh, as well, leaving behind his three-year-old son. So that in itself was, was devastating because it, you know, like I said, we were were a very tight knit small family, but um, knowing I'd said it and, you know, because I had done it intentionally yeah. It made such a difference. And in the way I grieved, um, but also knowing that his son would never hear that was such a, you know, short sight. Like it was just like, Oh, you know, we never save those most valuable messages. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I could have a, a million videos on, on my phone, but 
to have someone say, I love you just there. And then know exactly where it is when I need it. Mm. Like it wasn't possible. And so in 2012, I was going through my own struggle where I was like, you know, I'm like, I just love the world. And I just, you know, the world is such a loving place. It's like, duh, like it is, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, people just don't seem to value it or, or not to say that people don't value it, but it doesn't seem like people are valuing love. And, and what about all those people who don't have relationships, who don't have support from people they love? Like what, what do they get? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to build a bank. I'm going to build a bank. I'm going to put all this love in it. I can't do it alone, which I never, ever want to do anything alone. I right. love people. So I was like, <laughs> I, I can't do it alone. I don't want to do it alone. I don't think we in this life are alone. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to build it. I'm going to make it accessible to anyone. And, um, and that way I'm going to put value back onto what they say is the most valuable thing, which is love. And, and that way we can grow our bank, right? So you can grow your savings account with those personal ones from people that you care about most. Mm. And, you know, and then you have a joint account where it's like, you know, no one's bankrupt because that's where all the anonymous love goes. So if you need it and you don't have like a particular relationship or, you know, a source of it, you can just go to the joint account where you share it with, we all share it with each other. And you can listen to, um, you know, like just compilations of I love you from all around the world. So good. So it just made sense. Like a yeah. sense. it just made sense. And, uh, you know, I always think back in the day, like it's taking things that are really valuable and say, you know what, I, I care enough to put it in one place because I know there are like, you know, Google cloud and iCloud, but you know, people tend to like just hoard uh, videos yes. <laughs> yes. and it's like they don't want to lose anything so it's like that sunset was beautiful and that ocean and you know and that puppy smiling like it's all, all random yeah it's, it's like a mishmash. random yeah mishmash exactly. of things <laughs> and not to say they're not important but I'm saying if you know if you want to say that love is the most valuable thing and it's really important in your life then you got to have a safe separate place where it's like this is where I need to go whenever I need it yeah yeah, I I like how you're you know you're saying how like love is it's so big, right? I mean it's 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 everything and that people don't necessarily value it. I think it's just not as loud. It's not loud, as loud as negativity or as loud as hate. And so I think people really get stuck in thinking that we live in this horrible, awful, hateful world because hate is amplified. And it's amplified through, you know, media, it's amplified through social media, it's people arguing in the comments and it, and it just generates such a like gross, yucky feeling that it just feels like it's suffocating and everywhere, but ultimately it's just louder. Would you agree with that? Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, I, it is true. And, and it, and it's the idea of like, you know, I know your podcast is like, it's about self-love, but it's hard when you know, this world is always comparing each other, Mm. you know, and, and, and then you get the struggles and then you feel like, you know, there's this, the one person that caused the problem for the other person. And, and, you know, who do you, who we're involved in it. So we're, we're so um, we're, it's like, we're meddling in other people's lives and we're, we're all putting our judgment on it. Yes. Right. And it's like, it's, un, it's unnecessary. It's not that your voice, like this is the app, the app is like where your voice actually matters mm-hmm. and you can, and it, and it's not about having this long story. It's about having, you know, just this presence of love. And, and I think that that's, you know, where one of the goals I want to really 
amplify, I would like to amplify is that the world is a loving place. Yeah. And that if we all, you know, collectively, you know, put in that simple, I love you, you know, and then share it with five of our friends, our love. And, you know, if each person did that, like we would have the, the reserve that we need because it's not, I think, you know, we have to be careful to be reminded because we have to be careful too with AI. Everything Mm -hmm. is fake. Yeah. You know, everything is digitized, you know, so these are real human beings that actually took, and they only took three seconds, three to five seconds to say, I love you, but that could change someone else's life. And I think there's the other thing with like, they always talk about repetition, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that, I think that's what happened with my brothers. Like I wouldn't give up on them. I just kept saying, I love you. I love you. But imagine if you were feeling so low and, and then you just heard, I love you. I love you. I love you. And that was the only thing you heard. And it was like, but every voice was unique. Mm. And you knew it was another human being that cared enough to give their three seconds to you to have it. And it would be like, you would just, you could just, you don't have it. Like it's audio only. So you can't look at the person and, and make, you know, preconceived ideas about them. Or you just have to either accept the love or not. And it's just, you'll hear the voice that sounds like the high school friend or, you know, or, you know, a cousin or, or some, you know, those voices, you just will all resonate differently with you. Yeah. And I wonder, I, I wonder if it helps people to become more loving in their everyday lives. Well, I think, you know, it's funny. It's I, whatever you impress upon your mind will create a space. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and I think that's where what you said earlier is true. Like, the fact that, you know, if you go on YouTube or if you go on the news, there's, it's, oh, there's always so much negativity. There's always yeah. so much disasters. That's what vision. sells. <laughs> it sells. And it, cause fear is just, you know, I mean, people can't, they're so glued to it and it, it sells, it makes money, you know, good, feel good stuff. Doesn't, doesn't do that. <laughs> not, not in that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think we've, you know, I think that's the shift. That's the mm-hmm. shift that we need to have is that, Absolutely. um, you know, instead of, you know, because there's that, that idea that we're just hooked into it. I know that I was a couple of years ago when there was, I, you're in the, in the States, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in America. Yeah. You, there was a lot of turmoil in America yes. going on. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit, you know, not, <laughs> little bit uh, not to get political. I mean, I'm in Canada and we all have our, you know, every country has its challenges, but it was just, I couldn't, I was hooked. Mm. I was hooked on watching, you know, the, the, the clips of the news and the politics and the, you know, the marches and, and some, you know, I understand the, the message behind it, but, you know, again, how do we bring this love to the world? How do we make it acceptable to say Yeah. You know, it's funny because like, I love when people do things on social media, like when they film doing something nice for someone. I love that. I think that's great. I don't care if someone's doing it for likes. I don't care. Right. Because it's like, you're doing something kind or doing something good for someone. And then you're, you're sharing that and you're spreading it. So if like your motives are to just have a lot of people think you're great. Well, okay. I don't care about that. I'm, you know, like I don't care about that. You actually okay. had to do something nice to get that. Like, yeah, so exactly. You, you know, it's like, whatever your motives are, I don't care. You know, you're, you're doing something that is actually spreading good vibes and, and like positivity and love and like letting other people see it. So maybe that, you know, they go in, out and do something too. I, I personally don't care. I think that the, 
you know, pros outweigh the cons, like let that person go home and, and feel all good about themselves and pat themselves on the back for doing something nice and filming it. Um, I think it's so much better than all of the, the horrible negative stuff that, you know, gets circulated. I'd rather see, I'd rather see someone do that any day of the week. Any day. Well, that's good to know. Cause I was, <laughs> that's one thing I, have, I haven't done it yet. Like I do all these things like, and it's funny because I'm, I am that kind of person who doesn't, it's one of the challenges I have is, um, is putting myself out there. Yeah. Cause I, cause you know, I like to have those intimate connections with people, but it's like, you know, I haven't got it. I don't have a TikTok, <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, but I'm the one who's out there also holding yeah, up. Yeah. You're not active on social media. Like no. I, I tried to find you before <laughs> and I was like, where <laughs> is this person real? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I, and I, and that's one of the things I need to practice because I know that I've got a good message and I know that it's just that, you know, as you share it, it just grows. But, um, yeah, I hold up signs on the street. Like if I'm feeling, you know, uh, I've got some extra time or it's a sunny day or, you know, I have these signs that I hold up and they're really big and they just say, you know, whatever we're going through, the world is tough, but know that you're loved. And I actually hold them up at these intersections mm. and, um, and it's like, it feels so good. But then I do have like the at world love bank, but I don't take pictures of myself and then post yeah. them. Sometimes people will post them, but I've done it at Tim Hortons, which is like a coffee yeah. um, shop where there's like a lineup for like the drive through and people like, I just, it just feels good. It yeah. does. Like, so even that person who's doing it for likes, like they, like they're doing that self-love they're 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 filling up their bank their internal like love bank yeah with it because you when you get people like giving you like the heart sign or you know say, like coming up and saying thank you it like you've made a difference yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And even if it's just one person it's like they because then that person goes and spreads it to someone else like when so, when you help someone feel better then they continue to move that through all of the other people that's why I think that's why I'm so addicted to the work I do. Cause it's like, I'm not just helping one human. I'm helping everyone they come in contact with, you know, that ripple effect. I'm, I think I'm addicted to the ripple effect. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the plan, right? Because it's like one drop of the ocean mm -hmm. still has that effect. And so when I see people who look at the sign and, and walk away, it doesn't, bother me. And I realized that as well when we were, when I was at the airport, mm. um, because you can never know what people are thinking, right? Right. That's their personal space. And so they may go home and, and think one more time about, Hey, I saw that person holding up that love sign or I saw that sweatshirt or, you know, how can I use that in my life? Or is there someone that I should say, I love you too. Or, Oh, I wish I, no, I don't want to say, I love you. Like it just creates a conversation. Yeah. And that's the great thing too, with the bank is that to get your bank savings up, you have to go and you have to be intentional and send the message out to whomever. And so even though you're in the bank, utilizing and sending the message from the bank, you're still having those conversations because that person's going to call you back and say, Oh, that was so thoughtful. Well, you know, what does that mean? And, and you're, you're creating conversations of love. I love it. So much love. I love love. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Those people it, yeah, listening you know right now that are like skeptical and they're all like, uh, 
love. Ew. I know. Well, <laughs> I know because I, I, and I feel for them too, because it's like, you know, we've all been hurt. Oh yeah. You know, we've all like, I shouldn't say we've all, but I mean, every, there are many, many people in this world who have been hurt. They've been hurt by broken hearts, by, you know, death, by, mm. you know, betrayal or whatever it may be. Right. And it, 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 it is challenging to, to stretch, yeah. to get yourself into to that open back up into open back up because you feel vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why what I think with the, the bank is that if you join, you don't have to go there right away. You can, yeah. like we said before, you can just keep listening to the, I love you's in the bank. You can just keep listening to the voices until you're ready. Right. Yeah. You can use the boosters to, in the check-in account to listen and meditate to like other words of affirmations and encouragement. So we're building meditations as well. So people can do it until you're ready until you're ready. And I think everyone's ready at their own time. Yeah. It takes time. You know, I, I know for me, like the last time I I really had my heart ripped out of my chest by someone, um, (laughs) it was, uh, um, you know, I was in a controlling relationship, um, with someone who, it was just, it was really awful. And and it was a very, very sad time for me. Um, and it was really rough, but even just a couple of months after the breakup, I, you know, while I was in it, I mean, this is kind of sounds a little messed up, but I felt like the pain was so beautiful. I was like, this is like what living is, you know, like being alive <laughs> and being able to feel this, like so much pain. Um, but after a couple of months, I was like, you know what? I can't, I have to open myself back up to love. I have to, because if I don't, I'm allowing this person to control me. I'm still, and I'm allowing this person to be what keeps me from experiencing something amazing that ultimately could end or be and not end, you know, much, much better. So, you know, realizing that I can close myself off to love and I can decide that, you know, it's too scary. It's too much. I could get hurt again and it's not worth it or realize that, you know, I'm giving away all of my power to whatever the person or thing or circumstance was and closing myself off actually is more detrimental to me in the short run and in the long run. So why not at least be open? A hundred percent. And I think I say that a lot because I think to, to get to that 100%, it's, it's all those little thought process that you're going through. Cause yeah. even, you know, as you said, like, as you were going through, um, questioning it, oh, this is, this, this pain is so, oh, <laughs> it makes you feel alive. And, yeah. It was awful. Know, and, but. <laughs> it was awful. But, and, and, and a lot of people can get addicted to pain, right? They think that's oh, yeah. what love is. Right. And it's like, no, but, um, but there, there, there in relationships too, there is a grieving process. There's mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the different steps we take. Right. And, and a, one thing I'd like to say to your listeners is that, you know, it's okay to feel feeling is part of being human. And it, the feelings yeah. are, you know, it's not just like, I'm not just this person who's like, hi, I love all the time. It's like, you know, I have, a, <laughs> you know, I, I do, I, I, I tend to have a really optimistic attitude and I, I know, I know when I'm going down a path mm-hmm. and it's like, I know my gates are up here where I can shift. I can go, yeah. no, you know what, change, you know, use better words. Like, you know, my kids, when they were little, they, you know, people copy what other people hear. So they say, oh, I hate, mm. I hate this. I hate that. You know, and I was like, well, instead of hate, you know, what about saying, 
I dislike yeah. something. And then instead of dislike, you know, why not say, you know, what you like or what you prefer? Yeah. And so then if, if instead of right away when you're saying, you know, you see something you don't like and, you know, your mind automatically will then go to, well, I prefer this. And then you choose to look at, you know, you look at better things and, and you will see better things. You look for them and you will recognize them, right? Yeah, it's a decision. It's definitely, you know, decision. And, and like you were saying, you know, you have to feel in order to heal. If you don't allow yourself to feel the feelings, you can never actually move through them, get through the other side and heal. If you just shove them down or keep yourself, you know, stuff them in whatever way, then, then you're not really going to have this true healing process so you can come out the other well, side. As- and you're a coach, so you you would know that firsthand, oh, yeah. right? Like it's like it's like they say, like you have to walk through the fire, right? You Absolutely. have to get to, you know, walk through it. And the other thing I believe is in certain in certain situations we suffer, right? Mm. But if you if you search for a meaning in that, if you if you look for like perhaps you put yourself in a bad situation, you know, like the relationship wasn't healthy and you had all those um, red flags that you never paid attention to, right? And then yeah. you're like, okay, well, when I see the first red flag, the second red flag, I know, stop, yeah. rather than no, the don't. ninth and the tenth, right? But, I, but, but when you look through when you're suffering and you look through that and you, you're being open and honest with yourself and you look for the lesson, it's like, oh, uh, you know, I need to be more aware of letting people show me who they are. Yeah. And maybe that's the lesson. But then when you look for the lesson, the suffering stops because mm-hmm. then what you've done is you've also put that situation, instead of it being a a horrible situation, you can just place it in a, in a space where it's like, it was bad, but it meant something because now I know better mm-hmm. and I've grown from it. And without that opportunity, to have learned that lesson, I would not be who I am today. Absolutely. And there's a difference between like pain and suffering, right? Like we can experience pain and then pain goes away. Like once we move through it, but suffering, we could suffer forever if we really wanted and to. That's, and that's on us, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. That's our <laughs> choice. It may not feel like a conscious choice, but it is a choice that we decide to make. And like you said, with shifting, you know, I, that's something I work with my clients all the time because it's such a nuanced space between uh, toxic positivity, right? Like just be positive and yeah. actually allowing yourself to feel it, feel the feeling, or if this horrible thought comes through, acknowledging the thought and and then asking yourself these questions, like, is this even true? Is this even real? You know, is this made up? Am I making this up? Is this a lie? Um you know, really questioning the, this voice in our head because we just usually just identify with everything because we just think it's true, right? It has to be true within right. my head when it's not, it's not always true. And then it's like, okay, that's just a story. It's not true. What's a more supportive story? But, you know, we have to move through it. We can't always just go straight to like, oh, that's negative. I have to be positive. And then we get into, you know, this, this whole story of bypassing. So I love, I love it. Like you said, it's a shift. It's not about not acknowledging the thing that you dislike, right? I don't like this. Um, but like, what do I actually prefer? Right. For this. Yeah. No, I love that. It's another way to. And, And what, and what is our responsibility? Because that's one of the things that 
people tend to do is, is try to control other people. Yes. Control, uh, you know, or, or have, if you idea, would just like, stop this, then <laughs> yeah, my I life would, would be better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, or like know what other people are thinking, like, you know, what other people think is it's none of our business. Yeah. Right. And we just have, and, and that's where, when I see, you know, when we think about, um, not getting hooked into too much social media or not getting hooked into too much, um, negativity, it's, um, it, it's about if I am spending my time watching these and, and I'm judging mm. like all the time, it's almost like it's yeah. subliminally asking you, do you like, or do you not like, do you mm. like, or do you not like, right. And so, so it's putting you in this judgment position where you now have the power to judge these other people. And there's that saying that says, if you judge others, don't judge others lest you be judged yourself. And mm-hmm. and that's like a, like, it's like a biblical phrase, but it's the concept is that I believe that if you're, if you spend your time judging other people, your subconscious mind will tell you there's that level of equality. If I am mm-hmm. judging other people, therefore they have the right to judge me. Yeah. So you're caught in this, in this idea that the more you judge others, the more you're putting your stamp of approval or disapproval on other people, you need their approval mm-hmm. and you've got to watch out for their disapproval. So you're, you're living on this external, you know, yeah. this external <laughs> space and it's, and it doesn't really exist. Whereas, you know, if you can love yourself and do, you know, the next right thing. And even if you make a mistake, be like, like I practice trying to look at my behaviors and, and I'm not perfect. No one is, right. but, um, if I make a mistake, I try to be humble and be like, okay, I'll look, if I've, you know, if I've said something to my son and I thought, you know what, I could have said that a little nicer. You know what? I take the time when he comes back and like, Hey, by the way, same, um, yeah. <laughs> this, 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 you know, I'm, I'm sorry if this came across the wrong way. I thought about it today and, you know, and I, I had to think maybe, you know, was that the right thing to say? And I want you to know that regardless, you know, I love you and this, you know, this and that, but there's so much like personal accountability and self-love. It's not just about like, I love myself and sunshine and rainbows. It's like, it's about I'm, being accountable to yourself yeah, and I'm your really behaviors. Committed. Yeah. I'm really committed to being better. I'm committed to doing better. And if I say something or do something that actually doesn't really feel good, <laughs> like I mm. get to take the moment to address it to that person be like, Hey, listen, you know what? I'm sorry. I came off, I, I came off a little snappy. You know, and I think that that's the, the personal responsibility um, is so important. And I love what you said about, you know, the judgment. And like when you when you think highly of yourself and you have that self-love, you don't really judge other people as much. You know, I used to just, oh my goodness, the most nasty things would pop up in my head about other people, like especially other women, you know, when I'd see another woman, a woman like looking hot and instantly I would just have this like, <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, how do you think she is? You know, and it was like, because I felt so insecure and it's so funny now how automatic it is. I see some girl in like a hot outfit. I'm like, like instant thing in my head pops in like, oh, look at you, cutie. Like that's there you go. Where I'm at now. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to be like, no, I should be nice or, or, you know, it's instant. I'm just like, it's just, and it's the thought that's running through your mind. It's not about them because, because the thing is, it's like, I do the same thing where it's like, good for you. Yeah. For you. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like even if it's an outfit that may be, you know, questionable, I wouldn't wear, but yeah. it's like, good for you. You've got confidence and you look like you're feeling good. Good for you. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's that same thing. It's like, um, 
if you stop from the the banter, right? It gives it gives us like if we stop the banter in our heads, it gives us the freedom. And if we mm-hmm. take the time to to be accountable to ourselves, yes. the, that I can't tell you how many times I've heard from from people that who's, who have you know who have repeated the story over and over and over trying to put the blame on all these other hooks. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, like look at yourself and be accountable to your part. And, and if you can take responsibility and be like, okay, and make an, make an amends or an apology or whatever needs to be not like, however you need to do it. I'm not going to say what's right or wrong, but you do that, that hook that connection is broken. You've taken the responsibility for your part. It's yeah. not about what the other person does because you've now given yourself that freedom. And that story that you have, that hook has now been unhooked. It stops. So yeah. when we do something that's say negative, a negative thought, or perhaps in you know words, and we again want to sit there and try to think about what the other person's feeling mm-hmm. that, and then we worry that can go on for days and weeks. Oh and then the next time we talk to that person, that that conversation may have been, you know, weeks ago, but we're still feeling the the shame or the pain about it. And but but we're trying to continue on the relationship like it didn't happen versus, hey, let's have a conversation right away. I'm sorry that this made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then that's courage. That's courage for self-love saying, you know what, I, like this is what I I can what is acceptable for myself yeah. to receive and also to give and then. And then those, then you can grow because you're always growing in a present moment rather than in a story from yesterday. Yeah. So good. Love it. So good, Hibby. <laughs> <laughs> so we like to end things off with um, this last question. How do you eat self-love for breakfast? How do I eat self-love for breakfast? <laughs> you know, this is, this is just what what I eat for self-love. Um, that's <laughs> like such a weird thing. I know it's a weird thing to ask, but really it's like, like for me, okay. The, like the self-love for breakfast means I wake up and immediately start to take care of myself. Right. And whatever that is, that 30 seconds before you become someone's mom, wife, sister, whatever, yeah. before you put on the CEO hat, who are you and, and what are you to you? Right. And so how can you wake up and have, and, and give yourself that self-love. And so some people, you know, how they have a skincare routine. Some people, you know, wow. for me, I wake up and I, I do a little bit of gratitude before I go to bed. I, I like to think about what I'm proud of myself for, you know? So just like, how do you, how do you give yourself that self-love? How do you self-care? And that, and for anyone who is confused on that question, hopefully that clarified it. Cause <laughs> it <laughs> well, does okay, sound a little so weird. Then- well, there's so many things like, I, and it was like self-love, as I was saying, like the first thing that came to mind was, um, and it is self-love because I, as I said before, I love, I love my family and I love my relationship with my husband, but this is my self-love is, mm. um, is that, you know, so it kind of separates because we have, we, we have like a moment where we, we pray together and we, and what we do is we just pray to be of service to other people my husband Mm -hmm. and I, that's self-love to me, but that's also, again, our connection. So before that, usually it's, I'm lying in bed and I, I put on, I, I put on my headphones and I listen to, um, I've got a few philosophers I listen to and I listen to them like for like 
10, 15 minutes. Like I'll listen to like Bevel Goddard mm. or I listen to Alan Watts and they just talk about subconsciousness and, you know, and about awareness and self-love. And so I, I put the headphones on because I've got, you know, noise canceling and I lie there and I just listen to their voice and that sets me off for the day. And then, yeah. and then the next thing I do is I go and I brush my hair. That's great. <laughs> I just sit there in the mirror and just brush my hair. That's you great. Know? And, and it just feels, it feels, um, you know, like present, like, you know, yeah. like just because I think that, you know, there's our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, and our Absolutely. subconscious mind, we have to be kind of the warden at our gates of our mind. So oh, whatever yeah. we're thinking out here, you know, it'll implant it to our subconscious. So I always try to give a refresh to that every morning. Yes. I love that so much. Awesome. Uh, Hibby, where can, if you don't want them to find you, where can, where can they find? You World can Love find Bank? me. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> like, I'm very not hard, hard to find. <laughs> where can they um, find you? Where, the, where can they find World Love Bank? All of the things. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. So if anyone's interested in, uh, hopefully everyone's interested in finding out more about the World Love Bank, uh, Firstly, go to the website, worldlovebank.com, and then you can read all about it. And right there, if you check it out on your phone, you can hit the Google or the App Store and then log on to you know download the app and get started in sharing love. It's very, very simple. So good. So good. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Hibby, for coming on today. I hey, love my pleasure. your energy. I love your vibe. I love what you're doing. So... Just keep that up. <laughs> awesome. I love you too. And yes, we are going to stay connected because I think that, like I said before, I never want to do this alone. I don't think we are alone in this world. And, you know, if you find people you connect with, like embrace that and stay connected because, you know, we can do this together, right? Absolutely. So good. Yeah. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.